The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Just in the nick of time, Mickey Spagnola puts his headsets on for another edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio on a Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco. It's a Players Off Tuesday, but it's not a day off for any of us here inside this studio. Especially Chris, man. Chris Beam, that's he, right. He's trying to explain everything to us. He we're, is. We're so dense. We are. <laughs> you know what? After that game they, on people Sunday. People had already figured that out. Right. Though. I think they know. <laughs> that's what they like about it. That's, that's our charm. Uh-huh. After, that game on, <laughs> after that game on Sunday, why do they have a day off? They ought to be here working. Oh, you got to tune man. into this show. They got no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so man. here we are. And. Um, We had an eventful afternoon yesterday, which was the usual Monday after a Cowboys game where Mike McCarthy talks to the media and the coordinators talk to the media. And what is different from the past Mondays after a Cowboys Sunday is this one. They had more questions to answer. Right, Mickey? Uh, They did. Um, And... uh... First time in a long time he had to address a loss. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the coordinators more so than Mike. I'm sure Mike's used to it, right? Well, I guess Dan Quinn's used to it also, dressing after a loss. And mm-hmm. um, they had to. Hey, Kellen, where's your smart boy now? They had to. <laughs> they had to Does TCU pull that offer? Well, you know what? Where did I write that down? I wrote it down. I wrote it down yesterday. Never mind. I wrote it down yesterday. I wrote it down yesterday afternoon. I'm going, okay, so we're not going to hear anything today about Dak being the comeback player of the year mm-hmm. and the offensive player of the yeah, year. He tanked. Probably not going to hear he anything more, more about uh, Trayvon Diggs being the NFC yeah, defensive player of the year. He's getting toasted all the time. He's that Micah so Parsons now. being the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And probably not going to hear anything more about Kellen Moore becoming the head coach at Texas Tech. Don't you think that we – Or TCU. Certainly, we certainly but, but, aren't going to hear But that. don't you feel that – Buffalo gets a slight pass in comparison. You know, Tampa always gets a pass. I bet they're not getting a pass in Buffalo. You don't think they're getting a pass? No, no. I bet not. No, they're saying the same stuff on buffalobills.com. Do you think the Saints are getting a pass? I bet not. No. I mean, it's it's just that when it's when it comes to us, it's like, oh, what are they doing? What are they thinking? What yeah, you're right along, along those yeah, lines. Yeah, they, they can't wait to vilify us, you mm-hmm. know. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, well, and and I hear it all the time. Tampa's going to be okay. Uh, Green Bay's going to be okay. You know, but with Dallas, oh, what do you think is going to be the doom and gloom today? <laughs> How's it going to go for the rest of the year? Will you know, will the Packers be okay? They keep that. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be okay. That's all you. That's all you hear. <laughs> will he? Be he can. Okay? He can be eligible on Saturday. To be able to play <laughs> He'll on, be on okay. Exactly. No practice for two weeks, and he's okay. Mm-hmm. 
They had to clean up uh, Dan Quinn's uh, press conference a little bit. There yep, was a but he, few S-bombs. He has a, he has a tendency yeah. to drop some. I'm, I wonder if he did that in Atlanta at his <laughs> press conferences. Little, little, what did he do? Was, Talk to me. What's yeah, going he on? Just he just dropped a angry, few S- No, not he's angry. Just, he's just genuine. Just yeah. kind of in the you know, he's, he's normal talking. vernacular. It's yeah. like a Hard Knocks episode, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Got to clean this s up. <laughs> he does know it's being streamed. Yes, I think he does. Okay, and that people are transcribing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought you know, time to answer some questions, and uh, and they did, and so uh, so here we are on Tuesday, putting things into perspective. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean. It, you know, I thought Jerry put it in perspective. It's like how is well, his language on the t- he, he on was the, uh, fi- he was fine. <laughs> yeah, he was fine, and he was very uh, matter of fact, and you know, very uh, I don't know. He was very pragmatic, even even keeled. Yeah, yeah, that's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for. You know, it's like okay, we got things to clean up, but you know, the, everything's not falling apart, and you know, and this is the NFL. Uh, as what Stephen can go said, wrong will go wrong. Yeah, and as Diva Stephen said Sunday, you know, or Monday, you know, they pay the other guys, and you know, so this stuff is going to happen. And well, we saw I, it happen. I thought, and he, he knew it happened around the league. With, yeah, I think seven. I think teams, that kind of gives everybody a little bit of like, a reprieve. You yeah, know. look, look who else got beat. Right, right. You know, and look who they got beat by. You know, and, and they were favored to win. And, and it wasn't just before this weekend. You had some odd upsets even before that. So right. to me, I, I love it. I love it. It, it just kind of evens the playing field for everyone. The injuries, you know, the masking, the, all, all of that. To me, the, the, the team that comes out of this, it's going to be the better team, not just players, but the organization itself, how they handle, you know, these problems that we're having. And let's just be real. All of the things that that hit us, uh, well, it was Murphy's Law, really, in that game. Everything that could go wrong went wrong, and it. Uh, but it did shine a light on some things that we better show up if we want to talk about going all the way. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I like about it. not we good see, enough just to roll in and right. say, "All right, we're." And the these Dallas are these Cowboys. are the same things that we already had problems with and had a little concern about. Course passing defense, giving up big plays, run defense, giving up too many at a time. You know, this is the first time it really hit us all at once. But all of those things that happened in the game, all of us here have made mention of it. And it hasn't gone away yet, which is something that was shown. And the backup swing tackle, playing left tackle, not right all tackle. All of that we talked about. So that was my gonna be my first question today. What uh, as we go forward, now reaching the halfway point of the season at halftime of I was gonna say at, at halftime, halftime of it, of the Atlanta game, it will be the halfway point of the season. Uh, so we may change our mind by halftime of the Atlanta game. What uh, the answer to this question, but what is the most concerning um thing about this team going into the second half of the season if you could pick one thing that is the most concerning for them to get to where they um want to go any aspect any getting, aspect? well I, I, getting, let's, let's assume getting, we're, we're going to assume that Dak is healthy the rest of the way all right okay assuming so, Dak is healthy the rest of the way from the evidence that is in front of you right now with this team and where everybody sits, whether they're on injured reserve or on the active roster or 
you know, not playing lately yeah. or or the status of a run defense or whatever it might be. Uh, what's the most con- the most concerning thing? So it could forward? be an individual it making could be a sure position. Oh, it could be anything. And mm-hmm. if you have to touch hands or whatever, making sure Tyron Smith plays at least thirteen uh, games this season. I will second that motion. That's He's great. not going to play them all. Right. And everybody complained about the last what three or four years. He always misses three games. Okay, I can deal with missing three games. We I can't deal with them missing 14 like <laughs> right. last year. Or you don't want them missing the last three games. Yes. We would like for him to sprinkle them in throughout the, the rest but of the season. But they need him to get back on the field because this offense can cure what ails them defensively. Well, uh, here's the thing, uh, and I really didn't uh, – pay attention much because I was at the game. It's just so hard to study the game while you're there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're looking at, did we give him too much autonomy as a player? Did we trust the tackles too much? Because there were times when we had Tyron on the left side and we took care. We protected the right tackle. I don't or, think we, we protected anyone this game. I think we were like, okay, go show me what you can do. Business as usual. Go show me what you can do because they've got – they just lost Vaughn, and you talked about the defensive end. And they had out. their other guy up missing, Chubb, too. And Chubb. then Malik Reed was also out, too. Who yeah. so, so when you look at that, do you think that he's, he's okay? Go on out there. No, no short leash this time. Let me see what you can do. Uh, talking steel, mostly. I'm really not talking Colin, but talking right. steel, mostly. Right. Do you think that uh, he didn't give him enough protection and that we should, in the future, consider that? Uh, putting the tight ends there on his side, giving him a little chip uh, uh, access or chip uh, help. Those kind of things didn't seem to be there this last game. Or the fact that this was the first time he had extended time at left tackle in his life. Mm -hmm. Maybe in high school, I don't know. But uh, Texas Tech is a four-year starter. He played right tackle in in preseason. He got some reps at left tackle, but not a lot. And so, and is how big of a difference is it for him individually? Yeah. Yeah. Is it how much of a difference is it for him individually to play left tackle as opposed to right tackle? He admitted after the game that it um, was more than he expected. I opened it. it Yeah. You know, they they started off with, um, I thought, the first couple possessions, a lot of two tight end. Yeah. And then they got behind and they kind of got away from it. And they got away from the running game also. And you know what I mean? Because you guys have brought that to my attention. That's why I'm talking about it. Because Tampa game, Collins got that help. Am I correct? Uh, In the Tampa game, they gave Collins some help. They didn't leave him alone too often. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And seeing. Yeah, and that's the, the thing with Collins is is Collins right now the same player he was in 2019 or or on September or open 9th night, right mm-hmm. <laughs> open Thursday well, night. Well, you know, I had that discussion with Nate cuz Nate thought um he uh, his technique wasn't real good. Collins yes. and he expected more from a technique standpoint. Yeah. And and I'm I'm like, well, I said, "Nate, you know, we had a really good discussion. I said he he, he missed time in training camp. He didn't play – I don't even know if he played in a preseason game. I think maybe one quarter mm-hmm. at the most, a half. He starts the opener, and then he gets suspended. And you can do all the conditioning work you want, but you're not it playing football. football right? That's right. You know, you're not doing <laughs> conditioning work against a 290-pound defensive end. 
and and you can't simulate that. And he he gets one practice the week before in pads, but he's playing fullback or whatever they were doing with their right. inverted wishbone. Uh, and and he he was the backup tackle. So how many snaps in practice does the backup tackles get? Probably a, a handful, just like the backup quarterback. Then the next week, it's like okay, it, it's you, but you only get one practice in pads, mm-hmm. uh, and and then go play. And yeah, and everybody was like, well, what happened with Lyle Collins? I said the same thing that would have happened the week before when you all wanted to see him out there playing right, right away after one practice. It's it, it's seven weeks and, and hadn't played a game. I mean, it affected Dak as well. And I, I think it did a little him. Yeah, just for being out of the week. And then it, it and it's a trickle down effect when when you're not protecting the pocket. Now the quarterback's got to throw on the run. And and here's what I got in my mind. And you guys tell me if I'm wrong. But when when we look at well, what happened to the offense? Okay, mix in five drop passes. I think it, I'm being realistic with five. Um, mix in the inability to pick up a fourth and one, a fourth and two, a fourth and one, a third and one. Well, that'll stall an offense <laughs> real quick, right? And and the fact that I can see receivers running wide-ass open down the field, and he misses them. He misses them badly. What I wrote on Friday was the key to this offense was they were making plays. Everybody's making a play. They didn't make a big play. There was no dump-off pass to Zeke for 15 yards to get a first down right at the five-yard line like the week before. They were they were missing those plays. Uh, I can still see C.D. Lamb running open. Wide open. Right? And so Dak does not miss that. Yeah, man. and he missed it. He does not, not the, and even by that much. And he missed Noah Brown one time, oh, man. right? Uh, and so there were plays to be made; they didn't make them. So I understand that, you know, to the victor goes the spoils, and it gives Vic Fangio the right to talk about. Yeah, no one else knew how to play him, but I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I stopped him. No, we stopped ourselves. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and like Dak said, his retort was, well, I hope everybody else plays us the same way. There you go. Mm-hmm. Because like we're going to make those plays, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They didn't make them. And see, that's the thing about the defense of Denver. Uh, I didn't see a number two scoring defense, even though we our, our score was horrible, You know, even though I, I put – Yeah, they basically two. shut them out. Well, and, and so the thing is – we shut ourselves out. Yes. I mean, is that how Denver plays? They just let the other team keep making mistakes and they keep overthrowing? That can't be the, the formula for a good defense is hope they mess up offensively. It's like he came up with, you know, I, I remember back in, um, when was it, 80, 86 when the Final Four was here, when LSU, Dale Brown, he had the freak defense, right? He came up with that name. Well, all he was doing was playing a matchup zone, mm-hmm. you know, but he came up with a name, and now yeah. everybody's going, oh, he's got this defense that we don't know what to do with. What you had was guys that knew how to match up in a zone. Yeah. You had the players themselves understood the zone matchup So in philosophy. this one, mostly, okay, you know, they, they got all these fancy names. A lot of times they, they were playing man coverage. They had safety over the top, at least one, sometimes two, sometimes way deep two. And so it's easier for the, you know, somebody said, well, the receivers weren't really open. That's like, well, 
you know, it's easy to cover a guy when you're not threatening him deep and you're not running the ball the way yeah, you right. should that's be, the thing. right? When you have too deep, that should be an invitation to run that ball. It, that means pound them up the middle of wherever you can pound them because they've got two safeties. You want them to bring one of those safeties down. Force them to bring that safety down. Now you got one high. Maybe you might have to do a blitz. And now the wide receivers on the outside can work. And the cornerback's not as good. That's right. When you, now he's got he's to cover inside and outside. Now he doesn't just have to jam. He doesn't just get the opportunity to play that two press. And then they can say, okay, well, we're going to play off, make sure no one's going past me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now drop five passes underneath. Because we love it when you play off. Right? We do that all the time. Right. Yeah, we're not the ones that really want to go deep. We're the ones that want to catch you underneath. I mean, you start off the game with a Pollard drop, then there's a Schultz drop, then there's Coop a Cooper drop. drop. You know, CD had one. Uh, and it was just – it was uncommon. So, okay, we're going to find out. You can write it off as – I love that, that answer was that. Deck. That's, I did not hear that answer. I love yeah. that answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and McCarthy, <laughs> McCarthy said, well, you know, when you win, you can beat the drum. But he goes – he, he kind of said – it wasn't his words, but he just politely disagreed, right? It's yeah, interesting. Talk, no, basically, the streets, like, you're talking that trash now. Yeah. I want to see you again. That's you know, what's interesting, uh, the backstory on McCarthy and Fangio is uh, – uh, over the last decade, uh, just their head-to-head matchups. Right. Because, of course, Fangio was in Chicago as a defensive coordinator uh, yeah. before he got the Broncos job, so he was facing uh, McCarthy a lot uh, in McCarthy's last four years there. NFC, and it's Bears-Packers, too, and, by the way. Yeah, but, but then North. go before that, and especially in the playoffs and then also some in the regular season, Packers 49ers. Right. Fangio was with Harbaugh in San Francisco and in, I mean when both those teams were really good yeah. and they matched up a lot in big games and it was interesting because last week I went back and looked at just the history between the two coaches and um, it, it was like Fangio had the upper hand in San Francisco and then uh, when McCarthy had the better team in Green Bay you know, McCarthy had the upper hand on Fangio it was like an even split, 500. Mm, really? But I, I think the dynamics of that, of them just butting heads against each other over the last decade, and now here's Fangio throwing a little dig in there after uh, after Denver wins that game, and then that explains McCarthy's reaction. And, and then let's let's throw in. <laughs> they're also here's another thing. They're also Pennsylvania guys. Yeah, and ah, I, and, and also how about this? An Irish Catholic against the <laughs> Italian Catholic. Right? The Irish and the Italians didn't always McCarthy. get along real well. McCarthy's from all West. of them in the same boat, though. And, and they're not, I don't know. I don't know why they're fighting not, in the same boat. And they're not just from Pennsylvania. <laughs> McCarthy's from Western PA, and uh, Fangio Eastern. is from Eastern PA. So anyway, it's. It's neat seeing the. That is pretty cool. Not that, not that it. Now, now, then again, having said all that, they may have a great relationship. I have no idea. But the rivalry is still based on that. I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Oil and vinegar. Uh huh. Yeah. So anyway, all right. We continue with more mixed shots in just a moment. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with, and I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with United United Ag and Turf. Turf. 
the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back to mixed shots. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m., November 19th through December 18th. Admission and parking are free for for information. For more information, I can't say it. (laughs) I can't say information. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. Oh, and I love the music. Yes. yes. Tis, is it really tis the season yet? Oh, I Not guess yet. so. Have you been in a store lately? I have. You know, I was in a Home Depot October 23rd, and and I wasn't surprised. They had their Christmas <laughs> stuff out. I actually needed some some of those little clips to put my patio lights back up you that all what? fell down. You know it's Christmas when Legacy West is lit up in the most beautiful decorations. Well, the lights are starting to come up outside, and just to keep everything honest, uh, same thing in Lowe's too. By the way, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry, (laughs) I saw, I saw that. I went in there, and it was like I was looking for. It was like, what a minute! I don't need a Christmas tree. It's not even Halloween. Uh And in fact, uh, there were neighborhoods in my town that had their Christmas lights up. Uh, October 24th, a week before Halloween. Hey, my neighborhood, they don't even take them down. <laughs> like, what are you, doing? you know what? I'm all for They don't feel like going through all that crap. Uh-huh. Either, right? yeah. Do they turn them on? When do they turn them on, though? They they actually sometimes, every holiday, they will turn them on. So, uh-huh. thank, uh, Halloween, they'll turn them on. You know, we've I'm got... jogging by, it's like May 23rd. What are we doing? Uh, we have <laughs> we have a we have a like a wrought iron fence around our landscaping where our 
pool is, right? Yeah, oh, one he's year, got a pool. Did and one year, I you knew that <laughs> yours froze just like yeah, that. Was, yes, we all had a pool frozen story. Yes, uh, and one year I took I took the the colored lights and I weaved them in and out and all the way around, right? And I I'd, said, love, I'd love video of this. I, I said to myself, <laughs> I said to myself, you know what? All the trouble I put those up. I'm not taking them Take down, them down and I left them there till they burned out. For that's, real? Yeah, and put them on on timer, and they came on every night. <laughs> well, that's what we on our patio. Wait, every lights. night they came? Oh, all through uh, the don't, year got, round. You don't have what? patio lights? What? You don't have patio lights? Yeah, but they're not Christmas lights though. <laughs> well, they were just colored lights, right? Instead of the white ones that everybody's so using. Yeah, the yeah, the clear ones. The cl- yeah. yeah, but these were they were these, these were green were, and red. Yeah, green and, and yellow and whatever. So you change them to. Clear for the rest of the year. No, I right? just left them. Yeah, 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 Christmas colors, yes. He got them on every Christmas day. Christmas color. <laughs> See, I had I had cheap plastic light clips, whatever, and I had them. <laughs> and so this this summer, uh, one of them was kind of falling apart. Okay, they've been up for like three years. His patio lights, whatever. And so uh, I went up to fix it. And the whole thing came down. The, oh, the no. Whole, the whole string came down. See, the, my problem is, okay, this is when you don't have control of your scene. My problem is my wife will not allow me <laughs> to put a screw or a hook into the patio where I can just hang them on a hook like everyone else Why does. Why Because oh, – because there'll be too many holes. Hold on, she's listening. She, she has. She doesn't have confidence. <laughs> be careful. She doesn't have confidence that I will do it right, and there'll be all these holes <laughs> in the wood. So, which she's got a point. Yeah, there. she knows you, Bill. <laughs> yeah, she's she got knows a point you very there. well. So, so then I. So, so we went without any patio lights for a couple of months until the Christmas lights came out, and I had to wait for the Christmas <laughs> clip light you know, to come out the so clips. I could hang them. Hmm. Well, I know not to use those. Yeah, you, No, they work well until about three years do into Do you put it. the lights on your house? Oh, we don't put out. No. No? No. No, he'll kill himself. Yeah. Oh, I used to when we lived in a one-story house. I, I, yeah. <laughs> when, when I can get on a ladder and reach up there, but I ain't getting on no roof. My, my, my days are over on a ladder on a, and climbing on the roof like mm-hmm. I used to. Uh-huh. It's like if I'm going to kill myself, it ain't going to be falling off a That's roof. Right. That's right. That's right. So I hire somebody to put those lights. No, we, we, I put them on the sidewalk. <laughs> can't, down the walkway, they, they he puts can't, walkway. can't fall off right. the sidewalk. <laughs> but he'll trip over him coming home, <laughs> or run over him. You got you can't get him too close to the driveway; they'll run right over him. Okay, oh, football. All right, football, back to right. football. I got a mix shot for oh, you. Oh, well, we got a mix shot. Oh, we've got a mix shot. You know <laughs> how we have. This is a rant. This is not a mix. You know how we were making a big deal over the first uh, six games about takeaways, and the Cowboys had 14, and, boy, they were a plus 7 and a plus 10. And, well, the last two games, Mm -hmm. the Cowboys are a minus 4. Interesting. No takeaways. Minus 4. Over the first six games, those takeaways – that they got, 14 of them, turned into 51 points. Interesting. 8.5 points a takeaway. In the last two games, no takeaways, no, no points, points off of takeaways, and now they're only a plus three. You know what? Mm-hmm. I always used to 
look at our uh, 81 season uh, in an even more favorable light because I recall we had an offense that turned our picks into points. They, we didn't just get them to save ourselves on the goal. No, Where, wherever we got them, you got Dorsett, you got Danny, you got Springs, you got Hill, you got Dupree. You, they were turning them into points. That happened a lot. And, and that, that's why I was kind of always uh, concerned with, with Tom Landry's, uh, you know, how he just kind of blew off interceptions. He just looked at it. It was almost like it, it annoyed him that we got him. Or you were but, supposed to get him. Right. Are we supposed to yeah. get him. Exactly. Yeah. They never had anybody get him before, but we have to get him this year. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, but I, I was always proud of that, that our offense was able to take what we gave them and they capitalized. And I know there's extenuating circumstances, but with no takeaways, the last two games, they scored 20 points. I know there was a backup quarterback mm-hmm. and 16 barely. Mm. So I don't know if there's any correlation there, but that kind of dawned on me today. To see. Well, see, when you look at that, when you when you count the uh, the Cooper uh, game, I would you can you can put it in a category, a numbers category, but it meant much more than that. You see, yeah, we lost the takeaway we lost the takeaway uh, uh, contest, but we won the game. Mm-hmm. So even though it's a pattern that you look at as you win, it's that kind of you put an asterisk on that particular game and those stats because we overcame everything that because we put on ourselves. The defense played well, that's right? Mm. right? So it's, that's why I say it's just, not just because numbers. the offense was getting shut out didn't mean the defense had there to give up thirty points, right? Go. That's right. So that kind of goes back to you know back to that eight and eight season when. They didn't win games unless they scored 30 points. And Minneapolis goes and st- scores 30-plus points. Yeah, how about uh, that? With Minnesota, yeah. Uh, away from home. And so, beat – beat, uh, No, they lost. Baltimore. They lost. Oh, that's right. They, yeah, they but lost. it went into overtime. Went into Baltimore overtime. had to go into yeah, overtime they, Kirk Cousins win. was the guy that we thought we were going to see in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So – Okay, you had we were talking time of possession yesterday. Yes, we were. And we I gave you a homework assignment. You sure did, Bill. Did I was you, thinking about uh, that on the way in. And I did you happen to complete it. Your, Well, way to go. I thought it was As a say matter of fact, <laughs> and to complete it, I had to go back through the media guides and look at the final results for that season. To see where time of possession. You got all was. the media guides. I, you know what? It's, is this not found online somewhere? Do you have to get? I, the I tried. Book? I tried googling it, and it wouldn't come up. So I had to go to the library. Book? No, I've got a, a box of all the media guides. That's your library. Now you I've say. got a few. That, that's your yeah. pseudo library. Uh-huh. I've got a few that I'm missing. <laughs> like there's one year here, one year there, but I think the first year I got it is 1980. Two maybe. Okay. There's some older than that, but they're like 74 or 72. But uh, so anyway, I went back and found that the last time the Cowboys had a less time of possession than they did in this game on mm-hmm. Sunday, which mm-hmm. was 1850. Where's my thing at? Mm-hmm. I got it. I bet you I beat you to it. 1848. Ah. <laughs> you lost, Bill. Go ahead, man. 1848. The last time they had less, 
October 30th, 2011 against the Philadelphia Eagles in a 34 to 7 loss. Mm. They had 1751 time of possession. That score of that game? 34 to 7. Okay. And got beat. Um and I I was going through uh the lowest time of possession since 1983. Cleveland had 12 minutes and 11 seconds <laughs> Good grief. versus the Steelers of in course. 1999 in a 43 to nothing loss. So, uh, but I, from I know a it's record, tough, but I would have to ask who had the least amount, least uh, time of possession and won. Oh, I well, I I, <laughs> I didn't have the ability. I was just to saying that's that something that to think about. Yeah. yeah. And the now, game, the game that Bill brought up, he looked it up real quick yesterday. I mean, yeah, if you do a quick Google search, were we on search, the air? Or was that uh, maybe after we got yeah. off? You do a very quick Google search, you will discover most time of possession in an NFL game was the Houston Oilers against the Dallas Cowboys in 1991, 48 minutes and some odd seconds. 34, eight. Uh, 48-34. Okay, mm-hmm. 48 minutes and 34 seconds. And Mickey very quickly pointed out that was an overtime, overtime. game. Overtime, that's right. I remember you said that. And in that <laughs> game, so it was like, well, how many, you know, what was the Cowboys Spags, after Spags, four quarters? Spags has bets on games. That's why he knows all this stuff. Go ahead, Spags. So <laughs> after four quarters, the time of possession was Houston 39-07 and the Cowboys 20-53. And then when it got into overtime, Houston had two possessions. The Cowboys only had one. Right. So the Cowboys' time of possession in overtime was 5.04 to Houston's uh, 9.27. Mm-hmm. And they won the game in overtime after Emmett Smith fumbled. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that. In, Houston, or in their own territory, and they had a short field. Unusual. 26-23 final score, I yeah. think is what it was. And then they lost the next week. We talked about that to the Giants. Got clobbered like 23-10, to 10, maybe 9. That was like the that. horribly officiated game. Yes, that was. <laughs> that since, led Jimmy since Johnson. Since my daddy said this was a football. Yeah, since in, in one of, one of the what great. What did saying last night? One of the great Jimmy, <laughs> oh. John, Jimmy Johnson post-game tirades of all time. That was the worst officiated <laughs> game since my daddy said this is what you call a football. <laughs> Did you watch last night? <laughs> I did, and it oh seemed goodness. like the Bears weren't happy. Oh, you know what? If 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 I was Nagy, they would have had to carry me off the field before. I wouldn't started. even go to the press conference. I, I wouldn't. Even I would have been on the field. Just, 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 just take my Matt check. Nagy. Okay, I thought you just said take... if you were an Aggie. No, no. If you're Matt, Matt Nagy. Nagy. Okay. They would have had to carry me <laughs> off the field. See, we talked Kick last me night, out so, and yeah. find me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. crazy. The, they they called a, a crackback block on a guy that missed the block. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. Right? Well, they said he went low. He went yeah, low. he yeah. went low, but yeah. he got grass. He, he, did. didn't, he didn't get the guy. <laughs> no, he didn't. And he was within the tackle box, right? That's true. And 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 the taunting? I saw the taunting. If that's taunting, yeah. you know. Dude, did the referee give him a hip check? Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I saw it replayed again. And he, and he, he wasn't reaching for the flag. He, was, he just happened to stick his butt out. No, well, no yes, it looked like he yeah. hit the hip check first, then he went for the flag. Because he had the flag in his hand like he was going to throw it, right? Yeah. And, and he said in his pool report afterwards that 
The guy went running towards the Pittsburgh sideline. He didn't. He did He not. was right where he was. Right there. He kind of took a couple steps. He and he just and he stared. Just stared. He didn't say anything. Matter of fact, you know the what? kicker was right there. He didn't even really look at the kicker. And, and you know what? He deserved that because they released him, and That's the right. Bears picked him up and That's put him right. on the practice Former squad. Steeler. So right. he's thinking, okay, you see gotcha. me? Yeah, I'm here. Right? Yeah. And I'm still here. How do you throw that? <laughs> and not only did he throw the flag, he threw it, and he had his arm up in the air like he was the Statue of yeah, Liberty. Yeah, man. He put, a lot, right? he put a lot into that. He put the hip check, and then he got the, 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 the pose. That was a pose. It reminds yeah. me of the game I told you I got thrown out of, softball, girls softball. And when the guy threw me out, he wound up like a major league umpire. <laughs> yeah, out of here. <laughs> that happened to me in my son's little league game one time, too. They were cheating us so bad. So we kept running touchdowns on them, right? So the guy runs by me. I said, hey, Ralph, you can't stop us. You're out of here. He kicked me out of the game. I can't come to the park. Like, come on, man. So, but I think, I, and all, and all the, the uh, lined up in the neutral zone, and oh, there was an interference call where the guy didn't do anything. If nothing happened, the offensive guy pushed him off. And not to mention the late hits on the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Justin Fields, he, mm-hmm. he, he's. I didn't think he was going to get up the yeah, one time, man. and it was a late hit. Yeah, big time. And how about the one from behind? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Jeez. The one from behind. And no flag. Yeah, no flag. But they barely hit Roethlisberger oh, yeah, that time. Yeah. Nope, nope. Well, yeah. Let's throw and the flag go, Make there. that field goal, kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Help you win this game. <laughs> we got to go to a break. but Do we have to? But um, I think we do. We didn't, At one we didn't point, do the second one, right? We have it. At one point, <laughs> they put up the graphic. The penalties were 11-2. to two. Yeah. That's it. No no game should be like that. And that, and that. and that taunting penalty gave them a field goal. They were off the field. Even in, in overtime, <laughs> they did the same thing in, in, on the last drive. The last drive, he got a, a favorite. So favorite you got ball. you got kicked out of a, a, a baseball game. It was a football game. Football game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Hamilton Park Bobcats. Okay, yeah. Have you ever got kicked out? My, it was uh, girls fast fast pitch softball. <laughs> I was at. It, this is like 2009 or whatever, whenever T.O. was still with the Cowboys, yeah. 2008, 2008, whatever it was. I was at a charity basketball game doing a live shot for CBS 11, and one of the officials was working the, uh, the game, came over, and she said, I remember you. You're that guy from Southlake <laughs> coaching youth basketball, girls eight and under basketball, and she hated me. <laughs> <laughs> for the same reason that y'all are talking about. I never got kicked out of a game, but here oh, I was. Oh, I thought she was going to kick you out because no. she recognized you. <laughs> like, whoa, I did do. You're out. <laughs> so my, reputa- my reputation It amongst, travels. Yeah. Yes. It, it traveled by for years. It was like a decade <laughs> later. It was like 10 years after she I said, ever I remember you. I remember you. You're that guy from Southlake. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, more, and I've got Mm. another trip down uh, historical memory lane, this uh, Cowboys game. When was the last time the Cowboys were being shut out as much as 30 to nothing in a game? I've got the answer for you next on Mix Shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. 
It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Back to mixed shots. So Everson missed this last time because we're in the holiday spirit already. Mm. This holiday season, visit the star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th, just in time for him to get to work. For more information (laughs) and to book your photo, visit... TheStarDistrict.com slash Santa. So does Santa not do any work until Christmas Eve? No, he just delivers. That's why he's so fat. (laughs) (laughs) He's better than UPS, right? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. That's not considered work whenever he's, like, having Having kids kids come sit on their laps. Yeah, Yeah. that's not work. Uh, I don't know about that. He enjoys it so much. that. All right, uh, here is the – I may have misspoke on my question before the break. Mm -hmm. No, the the question I intended to ask was – when was the last time the Cowboys were shut out as much as 30 to nothing in a game like they were with about six and a half minutes left in the game the other day against Denver? Of course, the Cowboys came back and scored a couple of times. In this game, particular game I'm thinking of, they also came back and scored and weren't shut out in the game. But they were trailing, they were being shut out by more than 30 to nothing in this game that I'm thinking of which is the last time that they were were being shut out by that much. Philadelphia? At Philadelphia? The Tony Romo game, if this is the worst thing that ever happened? No, no. Okay, it was 34-6, to and that is not the right answer. This was back in the early 90s, right? It's it's more recent than the early 90s. Oh, okay. Now, they had a Philadelphia game when Aikman got sacked 11 times at Texas Stadium. But But they only got beat 24. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the Bill Parcells era. Do you remember that December game against Washington in 2005 
where the Cowboys couldn't tackle a soul. (laughs) (laughs) It was December 2005. Drew Bledsoe was sacked seven times in that game, and the Cowboys were trailing Washington 35 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. Wound up scoring a touchdown in the fourth to make the final score 35 to seven. Drew Bledsoe. So 16 years ago was the last time that the Cowboys were shut out or being shut out as much as 30 to nothing in a game. So I looked up the last time they were shut out in the first half, and it was 2018 when they lost 23 to nothing to the Colts. And speaking of the Colts, because some guy previous to that played a really good game against Peyton Manning in the Colts back in the day, Sean Lee was in the building today. Really? Oh, yeah. Guess what he's doing? What? What would you think after seven he's, months is Sean Lee doing? He's an analyst. He's a consultant. Yeah, he's a he's he's helping Will McClay in the pro scouting department. I am not surprised at all. He couldn't stay away. Yeah. He said there was so only he, there was only so many times I could be on the beach and so many beers I could drink, right? <laughs> and and so and he's doing it from home. And daylight savings time is over now, so right. you don't have as much time in the day to spend at the beach. So he so. was here, he came he said he came in to uh, for the game. Wait a minute. Bill brought in daylight savings time. That was kind of that yeah. was odd. I don't know what, how that happened. Yeah, like, <laughs> because because <laughs> you it, get it more cut down on daylight. daylight. Yeah, but he's not like he's out there at 8 p.m. I mean, you know, he, come on. <laughs> but it gets dark at like 5. Now. Yeah, but he's going to be out there by noon. He's going to be good. Man. Come on, man. Nobody waits till 5 p.m. to go to the beach. They're going to go early. <laughs> That's when you come in, right? Yes. There's not you. as many hours. He said. But anyway, he is. Uh, um, if you're drinking that much beer, you're not getting out there. <laughs> there you go. Till three, yeah, that, right? No, that's the X. Okay. That's the X factor right. right there. The okay. beer. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. He is doing some <laughs> advanced scouting for him, and uh, also looking at pro players uh, for for Will. And uh, he's he liking it. He he loves it. He said. But and he can do it from home. He got yeah. his little iPad. Look mm-hmm. at all the yeah. different stuff. But he was in this weekend. Uh, had co- gone to the game and. Evidently, they had a couple suites for former players, so it was like old, old, old home week again with uh, a bunch of the guys that were here for the game. And uh, so, what do you think he's going to be doing three years from now? Yeah, he didn't say, I'm not so- but he kind of liked this scouting thing. Uh-huh. I was going to say, which so like you can, scouts, which you can, you know, from a scouting standpoint, from afar, what he's doing. You can do that nine to five, and right? it's satisfying as heck. Yeah, and you don't you see your player develop with the that game. You, yeah, that you you chose, that you consulted. You know, and come on. we asked him. Uh, so, what did you th- what do you think of the rookie, Penn State? And he goes, I don't think I've ever seen a guy that big and that fast. Mm-hmm. Man, he goes in in my life. And How so, fast was Sean Lee? He, I can look it up real quick. Oh, we're out of time. Oh, I would imagine he was like a two five, two six, maybe. What? I don't. You think Sean Lee was that fast? Four five. I said oh, two five. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> What's like, he do linebackers about? only do twenties? Yeah. Get, I didn't, I didn't, don't well, that's on, what you said they should do. <laughs> that's don't, true. Don't get that's on me true. on daylight like, savings time when see, he's saying guys are running two See, fives. he's already on his way to saying <laughs> we should have do do away with the. I think he ran like a four six at the combine. No, I said four five, four six. Let's that's see. pretty good for a linebacker and for someone that's a quick thinker, you know. He put, put that together. You put physical together with second. mental, then you've got something yeah. special. That's, oh, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he probably didn't even run. 
<laughs> of course, he was hurt. Uh, <laughs> four six at his pro bed. day. There he ran go. a four. Of course, I had that memorized. Four six and uh, get this ten yard split a one five four and a three cone Man, a good. three cone of six eight nine. That's pretty good. I could take it. <laughs> and he had a vertical of thirty seven and a half. So there you go. Whoa, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So what website do you use for all this? Because I know you don't have it memorized. It's a secret. <laughs> Is he just making this up? Yeah, he's got a it's draft. combine results. Combine results. Combine results. Very All right. I think we are out of time on this edition of it's, it's about Nick time. Shots. Otherwise, we're going <laughs> to get, get kicked out of our own podcast. That's right. Oh, in fact, I see you're out of here. I see. Since daylight savings time is over, the sun is going down on us here. <laughs> This edition of Mix Shots. Yeah, and it affects our pay. Some of us will see you tomorrow, but not all of us. Oh. Yeah, meaning you. And? Go Cowboys. All right, we're back to Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!